You're listening to Community Forum on KCCC 930 AM, sponsored by Eddy County, honoring God, country, and family, thriving with industry since 1889. Thank you for listening to Community Forum. My name is Johnny Chandler. I'm the owner of KCCC 930 AM and the host of Community Forum. And with me today is Sarah Jones. Sarah Jones is the director of the Carlsbad Public Library, or is that executive director? Just director. Just director. Okay. For having me. Uh, she's on all. She's been on all the time, but that's because we love the library. And if you're not utilizing the library as a resource, you are making a mistake, right? Yes. There's so many options. Uh, you know, everything, right? Yeah. You, you guys still do CDs? I was thinking about that the other day. We do actually. Um, audiobooks on CDs are one of our most popular things to check out. So. Oh, okay. And so that's that the only type of. I don't know. I really was literally thinking of CDs the other day. I don't even have a CD player in my car anymore, right? But, I don't, but but people must since yeah. they check out so well. So. so you do music CDs as well, or is it all just audiobooks? Um, we might have a few in the children's department, but the adult side, we don't really have a whole lot of music. Okay. So thinking of round things that play audio, now I'm going to talk talk about vinyl real quick, right? Okay. So you guys have a vinyl selection as well. Um, we have a record player, but we don't really have anything to go with it. So you kind of have to supply your own. But we've been recently getting a bunch of donations um, of records. So where do you think the donations are coming from? Like why? what, not like the person individually or whatever, of, of course, right? But just the idea that there seems to be an influx of these donations. Is that unusual? Well, we usually get random things donated. A lot of times I think someone passes away and they just bring us a whole bunch of random stuff they think we can use. So... So what's uh, I'm gonna ask you. I'm, I'm gonna get back to the donating thing for a second, but I do want people that are listening to know why you're on today, real quick. Okay. okay. So April 29th is the second annual Touch a Truck event. Yes, it is. Is that what it's called? Touch yes. a Truck event. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, that goes from nine to one. Yes. And where is it this year? It's gonna be out at the Civic Center this year. All right. The Walter Gerald Civic Center is that the place? Yes. Right, and that's on National Parks Highway. Yes. Everybody should know where it's at. But anyways, a nice big open lot. You know what I mean? So go check that out. We'll talk more about that in a second, but now I'm going back to the donations. Okay. What is the weirdest donation you've ever gotten? Um, This year, the weirdest thing we've gotten was there were some like audio tapes that were from the library for the blind, and they were actually still in their collection, so mm-hmm. we were able to get them returned to the proper place. So. Okay. Oh, so the, it was a donation, but then you gave it back. Right, yeah, because it was still part of their circulating collection. So it was an audio book, essentially? I think so, yeah. Okay. That's not, I, mean, I was actually hoping for something a lot more exciting than that on your donation, Paul. But, I mean, it, it uh, is what it is. I'm, I'm glad people aren't giving you crazy weird things. Well, this year we've also got a wall sconce donated um, and a bookend. A wall sconce, what, like just to decorate with? Yeah, like that you'd plug in and it would be a light on the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you guys going to do with that? It's just sitting in my office. It's, it's actually kind of cool, so I didn't know what to do with it. So <laughs> Could you hang that up in the library? Just like Probably, yeah. Now, would, it fit the, would it fit the theme of what you're going for? Probably not. No? Yeah. Okay, so um, it's been a, a little while since you came back on. Uh, so we had a big book sale, right, at yes. the Living Desert Zoo and Garden State Park. Yes. That was in late March, right? Yes. The last weekend of March, I think, actually. I think so, yeah. Okay. And that was a two-day event at a cool location, right? You didn't have to do it at the Civic Center or anything like that because it was post-COVID. Right. Right, so the state park was open for all. And so how was your event? Um, It was super successful. Um, We made a couple hundred 
dollars more than we did at the Civic Center when we did two weekends. Mm. So, and the cool thing about the Living Desert is we're able to reach people that go there specifically for the park. So we had some families that were homeschooling from Texas that picked up a bunch of books for their daughters. So it's always fun to interact with the people there. So. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's a good reason to go there, right? You can check out the park, and then you can come out and get some books on the way out. Yes. Did you get rid? I mean, I know you said you had like a flatbed, you know, full of books stacked too high. Did you walk away with that many, or how did you do getting rid of books? We I didn't mean, take as many this time up to the Living Desert, because with it being at the Living Desert, we don't get as much help with the book sale, so mm-hmm. they took less. And you have to walk each individual case of books up that hill yourself, right? Is that why? Well, I wasn't actually <laughs> there when they unloaded <laughs> oh, stuff. <laughs> you didn't even help? I didn't. Um, well, but- you're the director, so you had, like, important things to be doing, right? right? and they were doing it when the library was open. So, oh, yeah, right. So I was okay. actually conducting business. Um, but they did have some friends of the Friends of the Living Desert help move boxes. So that was nice of them. So it was the Friends of the Library and the Friends of the Living Desert coming together as one. Yes. Right? So then no more rivalry for that day. Exactly. <laughs> There's, like, a temporary ceasefire is what we'll call it. Yes, they're always super welcoming, and they like us um, having a book sale. So we're actually looking at doing um, another one soon. So, okay, so like, I mean, I think you guys are on pace to maybe do one every six months, but you're going to do one even sooner than that this time. You think? Um, yeah, we're thinking maybe six months because we we always have so many donations rolling in. As I was leaving the library to come here, actually, someone was bringing donations. So, mm. so we always have stuff to do book sales. So, right. Okay. Well. Uh, glad you guys had a very successful one. It was only two days, and yes. then you made more money than you did over two weekends, and you had less of a book selection. Yes. So it appears that the Living Desert is a winner of a location to have this event. Yes, yes. We always enjoyed doing it out there, so we're glad that they're back without restrictions. So. All right, excellent, excellent. So um, what else is going on library news-wise then? Um, today, actually, a news release has hit the press that we were one of two recipients of the Transform ALA Library Grant, okay. and out of 44 people that applied, we were one of two people that got it. Oh, okay. So that feels like that feels very exclusive. Yes. But it, I don't. I'm not sure that myself or most of our listeners know what ALA is. What does that stand um, for? It's the American Library Association. So they're kind of our. Um, professional group that kind of manages libraries and they give out funds and um, so how much is the grant for two thousand dollars all right congratulations thank right, you a round of applause and so it's a national grant right yes so many many libraries put in probably for this grant and so they gave away two two thousand dollar grants yes. right and you were selected. Do you know who the other library that was selected um it's a library out of Nebraska and I can't remember the actual city in Nebraska, but theirs was for early childhood literacy. Okay. So there's a specific reason that they give you the money for the grant. And so yes. how we'll start with that. We'll second with that. So the first thing is how much was the grant for? Um, the total was $2,000. $2,000 for your for your grant. And then Nebraska Library got $2,000. Theirs yes. for early education. Yes. Yours is for? Adult literacy. Adult literacy. Yes. Okay. So they want little kids to read over there. And we want the adults to learn how to read here. Right. <laughs> we know we've had the uh, Carlsbad Literacy Program on before, right? We've run um, ads to help them out because we know they're a small nonprofit, you know? And so the, we understand the, the need for literacy in the community, especially when it comes to all the online stuff that's necessary to get one of these jobs that then does not involve being online. Right. Exactly. You know, right. So, all right. So $2,000 grant. Um, is that all that you have or did you get 
some other funds as well for your adult literacy campaign? Um, well, it's we've been applying for funds all year. So um, the Carlsbad Community Foundation actually gave us a grant for $1,500 for the same initiative. And um, the literacy center is actually part of it. So they um, donated some in-kind hours to help right. us with a Spanish story time to try to um, target some of those Spanish-speaking families. Um, and Milton's... Um, part of the initiative was adult story time. So I think that's part of why we got the grant is we had proof that we were already doing the work in the community and we had already built strong partnerships. So. All right. Excellent. That's really, that's really, really good. Well, congratulations then. Well, thank you. So for anybody that was doing math, that's $3,500 towards it, right? Yes. With a $2,000 grant, every little bit helps. So congratulations. So we'll talk about grants a little bit. How, how many grants do you think you put in a year? Um, Probably about, I think, five last year. Five grants last year. And I've applied year. for two this year. So far? Yes. Do you apply for the same ones every year? It depends. Um, like this Transform one, I might not apply for again because it's so selective. But like the Carlsbad Community Foundation and the Friends of the Libraries try to always apply for that one. And local ones we do. So. Well, you need that consistent funding, right? That extra yes. funding, actually. Yes. In addition to what the city has, right? So, yes. Right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Now. We have now spoken for 10 minutes about everything except for the reason that you were actually here, right? So I just we'll just get into that for a little bit. Um, go ahead and tell everybody what's happening on the 29th. And we're holding our second annual Touch a Truck event from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And um, it's a great time for families to come out and um, see these cool vehicles, such as like a police car. Last year they bought the SWAT vehicle, which mm -hmm. is really cool. And the kids can actually get into the vehicles. They can touch. They can honk. Um, and actually kind of talk to the professional that operates the vehicle and kind of discover what it's like to do their job for a day. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a fantastic event. So we're excited to bring it back again this year. So what's the largest vehicle you're probably going to have there? Um, I'm not sure what PD is going to bring this time. Um, so I'm hoping they'll bring the SWAT vehicle again because it's super cool. Yeah. Um, but the BLM is bringing some fire trucks. All right. Um, they'll be new this year. So. Brush truck probably, right? Yes. I bet. Okay. So that's a good point, right? BLM's new this year. You've got police that's always going to be there. Once you list the agencies um, that are, you know, going out there and showing kids the vehicles and basically how everything works. Yeah. Um, so we've got the Carlsbad Police Department's going to show up. Um, Carlsbad Transit's going to show up with one of their buses. We've got the fire department that's going to bring a fire truck and ambulance. We've got the Eddy County Sheriff, BLM, and those are only confirmed, confirmed as of today, but we're hoping to continue to add. So, and last year we had some semis that they were really fun to talk to, um, and we had a trash truck last year. That's what I was going to ask about. I forgot to have the, gar the garbage truck drove down the street this morning. You know? Yeah. The kids were super amazed with all the buttons they had mm -hmm. inside. And they were kind of mesmerized with, wow, like, how do you operate it? And they kind of realized that maybe the job of trash collecting is maybe a little bit more complicated than they thought it was. So Yeah. The complicated part for me is, is remember to take it to the curb every right. week, <laughs> twice a week. It's kind of difficult. I, I may have forgotten recently. And uh, the wife wasn't happy. But, <laughs> well, it's a yeah. good thing they come twice a week, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not that bad. It's actually a pretty good deal. Okay, so you've got all those vehicles. Uh, good recruiting time for them as well, for families that, that come out, just because you can check out the cool stuff. So, you know, that'd be a good place to go to talk to them if you're interested in that. Now, there is a location change. We can't beat around the bush there, right? We were, it was originally supposed to be 
Uh, it's the 29th, same time, but a different place, right? It was going to be in front of the library and the arts park? Yes. Okay. So, so that's where we held it last year. That's where you held it last year. Uh, makes sense. It's right in front of the library, right? You got a nice parking lot there that works, and you got shade trees and everything. That's not going to happen this year. It's not going to be too hot anyways, right? So you'll right. be a good location. But well, let's just ask, why did we have to do a location change? Well, the museum is plan- planning an induction to their Hall of Fame. And so we wanted to make sure that their event was able to go off with all the- without the horns and sirens and that they had plenty of places to park for their event. So, Yeah, Hall, hall of Fame inductions don't-, don't happen that often. And some of them are timed based off of events, right? Right, Yeah. And they're customized for the people that are being inducted. So um, the city worked closely with the Forrest family to make sure that the event would be um, perfect and that they could honor Gary properly for all the things that they've done in the community, especially for Kark, um, which is super special to our community. And it really helps make Carlsbad better than it already is. So we're excited that they're going to be honoring the family that day. So That is well said. Yes. Right. So, yeah. as, a, so as a result... You're going to move the event to the Civic Center, which makes a lot of sense, yes. right? Yes, and we our event goes before and after the Hall of Fame induction, so I encourage you to do both events that day. Maybe start when it's cooler out at the Civic Center and then stop by the museum afterwards. So. Okay, so I'm at the Civic Center. I show up at 9 a.m., and I'm like, I want to hear sirens at 9 a.m. You'd be sadly disappointed because okay. right. um, last year we had a bunch of families say that the lights and sounds were too much for some kids. Um, so this year we decided to do a quiet hour. So from 9 to 10, you can come explore the vehicles, talk to the professionals and meet the pros. But you don't have to worry about the lights and sirens. So, Okay. So and the idea behind that is just to make sure it's welcoming for everyone. Right. We want everyone to come out and have a good time. So So otherwise, is it just sirens like the whole time? The kid, do kids get to pull the sirens? Yes. Last year, the fire department let them pull the horns and honk the horns and do all that kind of stuff, and the kids loved it. So, How did you handle all the, the horns? I did okay. The worst <laughs> part was the sun, so I'm going to remember sunscreen this year. Okay, so. yeah, right. And you're going to be on a parking lot, so yes. remember that. Now, um you're going to try to set up some refreshments, maybe some bottled water for people. You're looking for food trucks. I mean, how is that going to work out? Yes, we're going to have water bottles of water, and we're hoping um, to get some food trucks out there. Maybe um, there's, I think, a one food truck that does, like, breakfast food, so that'd be mm-hmm. awesome if they were there. Or any food truck, if you're looking for a place where people's going to be, it'd be great. Because that's one thing people asked for last year was food trucks. So okay. we tried to listen to people's feedback and incorporate it into our event this year. So people are hearing this, um, and they're looking to, and they got their, their food trucks available. They're ready to go down there. How do they? How do they do it? How do they sign up? Um, they can just call the library or stop by, and let us know that they want to participate in Touch a Truck, and we get them signed up. Okay. All right. So it'd be pretty simple. Yes. Call the library or stop by. Yes. What's the phone number? Five seven five eight eight five six seven seven six. Okay. One more time. Five seven five eight eight five six seven seven six. All right, built-in audience. It's not going to cost you anything as a food truck vendor, right? You just get to show up, bring all your gear. Right. Yeah, there wouldn't be a cost to set up. Okay. So. All right. Perfect. Now, if you're at the Civic Center, there's going to be a lot of traffic that day. With is the visuals from the street probably going to be pretty cool within themselves? Yeah, I think it'd be fun to watch with the lights and the sounds. So. Yeah. Okay. So. April 29th, that's a Saturday at the yes. Civic Center, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. 9 to 10 is quiet hour. So, you know, the sirens are a little much, the lights are a little much. That's a perfect time to go. From 10 to 1, it's sirens all day and horns all day, right, for, yes. the, kids that, for the kids that enjoy that. And it goes till 1 p.m., so that's 9 to 1. It's definitely worth checking out. 
Um, what else you got? What What else do you want to talk about with this event? And maybe ask a question as to why uh, you wanted to do it a second year. Like the first year was that great or you know what's your reasoning it was it was fantastic um eddie county sheriff were really excited because they kind of um showed up last minute because um i think someone that worked at the office her husband was a truck driver so she got the um sheriffs to show up and they had such a blast they handed out stickers and um she looked at me and she was like next year we're gonna have it at the civic center because we want it to be so big so i think it was fun for everybody it was fun for the kids to actually get into the vehicles and kind of explore and interact with firefighters and police because sometimes the kids only see them in emergency situations. Right. So it can be kind of scary. But in this kind of event, they had the chance to meet them and learn more. And um, it was also, I think, fun for the professionals to actually kind of be out there and interact with the public. Um, PD gave out fruit snacks mm -hmm. and they, they enjoyed actually being able to talk to the families and kind of explain to them their job. So... There's nothing cooler than like setting off the sirens of an emergency vehicle anyways. And, you know, as a full grown middle aged adult, I still love to do that. Right. You yes. still got that mischievousness to it. Right. You definitely pay attention to it. So that sounds great. The second annual touch a truck event hosted by the Carlsbad Public Library. Great event. Great idea. Yes. By the way. Well, so, thank you. <laughs> perfect. Um, April 29th, Saturday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Civic Center. Uh, don't forget about quiet hour from 9 to 10 um, and plenty of refreshments. I mean, I think it's, it's a great event, so please go out there and check it out. Sarah, anything you want to say for closing words? Well, I'd just like to say, too, if you've got a cool vehicle that you want to be part of this event, we encourage you to get signed up and have um, you or someone that works at your business to be there to kind of explain the vehicle and how it works and interact with the community because it's a great way to market your service and, you know, what you guys do and how you help the community. So, All right. Excellent. So, oh, so in closing, April 29th, Saturday, 9 to 1 at the Civic Center. There'll be food trucks. If you are a food truck and you have that day free, please reach out to the library. Um, if you have a cool vehicle um, that you'd like to show off, uh, please reach out to the library as well. It's never too late. You can literally sign up the day before. Yes. All right. Sarah Jones, director of the library. Don't forget about the Touch Drug event on April 29th, starting at 9. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. You're listening to Community Forum on KCCC 9:30 a.m. Sponsored by Eddy County, honoring God, country, and family, thriving with industry since 1889.